Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. truly going to be a shot in the dark good good evening there everyone this is of course thir- this is thursday september the 3rd 2020 9 27 p.m and welcome to episode 269 of the second installment of the wcws radio network right here of course on talkshoe.com this is the one and the only nwo wolfpack Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you, and of course, of course, bring you, of course, our, our big time discussion on our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will be starting things off, and I'll be once again handling your wrestling news and views here tonight, filling in here this evening for, of course, our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. King W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo. We are going to be expecting the Iceman at some point, sometime during the show. But we will, uh, but right, as for right now, I'll be, I will take care of your wrestling news reviews here, of course, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com here tonight. But all right here on the talk show chat box this evening, we do have our wrestling history and birthday report here, of course, courtesy of the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is a 2016 and 2020 WWS Hall of Famer and also a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> and also join us, ladies and gentlemen, of course, speaking of uh, John, of course, his group, John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated on Facebook, one of, one of, one of John's uh, uh, big-time members, I will go ahead and say, yes, indeed. 
He is, of course, a multiple title holder and, and of course, the WWS Trivia Championship Series. He's also one half co-holder, I should say, of the GWI World Tag Team titles alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the current GWI Universal Champion. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm referring to the man from the Peach State of Georgia. I'm referring to the King of Clubs, Mr. Mitt Patel. And before we get underway here with tonight's uh, uh, itinerary, Let's welcome John and Mitt to what should be a howling good time here tonight on NWO Wolfpack, episode 269. Hey. Um, glad to be here. Thank you very much, Mitt. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you care to chime in on anything and everything that we, of course, have lined up for you here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give, you a call, give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which will include, and in addition to our news and views of history and birthdays, we will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, talk about what happened last night, of course, with AEW Dynamite, of course, the lead up to, of course, the big all-out pay-per-view, of course, coming up here, of course, this weekend. Speaking of all out, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, be getting in, of course, our predictions here on the air right here, of course, um, for AEW's all out show. Of course, so far we have nine matches officially announced. And we'll, of course, like I said, get everybody's predictions for the ones who are we know is going to take part in our prediction title challenge so far. And also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I will make an announcement concerning the pay-per-view prediction center page, of course, coming up here in just a little while here as well. Also, ladies, also of course, uh, <clears throat> with time allotted, we'll we'll talk about uh, we'll chew the fat on other wrestling and other topics here, of course, as well here uh, this evening. So, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, it is now 9:31 on Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. Let's go, of course, to 411mania.com and bring you, of course, the, uh, some some of the latest wrestling uh, news tidbits, of course, courtesy of our friends, as always, at 411mania.com. We do thank our friends at 411mania.com for <clears throat> for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network, of course, <clears throat> for reading their stories on all of our shows, of course, including Revolution, of course, right here on Wolfpack, as well as all radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WWS This Morning, among others. Let's see what we have here, of course, as we start off with the story, we start off with the uh, uh, and some impact wrestling news right here. Jeremy Thomas has a story here as we have the official viewership numbers for this week's impact wrestling. A uh, new report has some viewership numbers for this week's episode of impact wrestling. The PW torch reports that Tuesday's episode brought in 100 and sorry about that brought in 100 and 102,000 viewers down heavily from 171,000 for Impact Emergence night the week before night two the week before. Demo ratings are not available as Access TV is not reported in the Nielsen Top Cable Rating Reports. Impact has drawn an average viewership of 155,000 viewers over the last eight weeks, with the lowest being 134. Sorry about that. He keeps moving on all of a sudden with the low being 134,000 viewers for the August 4th episode. This week, of course, saw Impact be up against NXT instead of its usual unopposed status. NXT drew a 2020 high of a 0.26 demo rating 
and 849,000 viewers. And of course, I believe this has been a lot of talk here, of course, around the wire that yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Eric Young, of course, since he has returned, of course, to Impact Wrestling, he is now once again the Impact World Heavyweight Champion. So, and which there's a picture of him holding it, so I can only assume that means he's got the belt now. And I still say, ladies and gentlemen, to this very day, it was just way too bad that it did not go very far with Tessa Blanchard's reign of that title. It was just a darn shame. But that's just my opinion, and just my opinion, my opinion only. So there you go. As uh, a story, another one just came in here. Where Jeremy Thomas just posted this. As Alex Shelley explains why he is not in the Ring of Honor Pure Championship tournament. I heard they were bringing this belt back. Uh, Alex Shelley has a very simple and good reason why he's not taking part in the ROH Pure Championship tournament. The tournament is set to begin on September the 12th and features Matt Seidel. Well, I wish they'd stop doing that. Delirious, Jay Lethal, Dalton Castle, Jonathan Gresham, Tracy Williams, Kenny King, Silas Young, David Finley, Rocky Romero, PJ Black, Josh Woods, Fred Yehi, I guess that's how you pronounce his last name, Tony Deppin, Wheeler, Utah, and Russ Taylor. After it was questioned by someone why Shelley won't be involved, he posted knowing that his physical therapy work can't let him get that match, can't, can't let him get that much time off of work. Uh, of course, uh, this is, uh, this was, of course, I believe, I guess this is considered Alex Shelley's uh, personal Twitter account or something, uh, something along those lines here. Uh, valid question. Why wasn't I in the at Ring of Honor pure title tournament? Answer, I legitimately could, couldn't take that much time off of work right now. Like you, I am bound by CPTO, and I love my patients. I intentionally have, have avoided a contract to wrestle pure matches, however, soon. This was posted at about seven minutes before nine o'clock here uh, this evening. So now, when when you say that, you know, could could we see him sometime down the road? Maybe. Don't know. You have to wait and see what happens. But there you go. That's the reason why Alex Shelley is not taking part in this in in this tournament. I guess this belt was gone for a while, but then I guess officially they decided to bring the belt back. But I know for a while that it wasn't being used. So uh, Jeremy Thomas, of course, also posted a story as Demi Burnett is interested in jumping in the ring for WWE and also talks about working with Angel Garza. The Bachelor alumni Demi Burnett has been making appearances on Raw, and she says she's interested in getting into the ring. Burnett, who has been appearing in segments with Angel Garza, spoke with Pro Wrestling Sheet for a new interview discussing her appearances and a potential WWE career. Here are some highlights. On being contacted by WWE through her agent for an audition, she says, it used to be my dream and it still was at the time to get to be on WWE at some point in my life. So I was like, what? This is so random. In the middle of quarantine, I'm like, what is happening to me? I am super stoked about it. On working with Garza on screen, Demi Burnett says, Angel definitely helped me feel more comfortable with all of it because I was like, I think they know you're married. This is weird. He was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. On a potential match, she says, of course, I would love to be a WWE superstar. I definitely have to go through some training because I'm pretty weak right now. I'm starting to try working out a little bit. 
in this case, anyone wants to offer me a position. But yeah, it was always my dream to be a WWE superstar. It's more intense, though, in real life than it looks on TV. Whenever you watch it in real life, you're like, wow, these people are putting their bodies through it. I think I could do it, though. I think I could have I could have the right attitude, and whenever I put my mind to it, I can be very athletic. I would definitely give it a shot. I would at least try it. I would never be able to forgive myself if I didn't take a chance and give it a go. Hmm. So, hey, you, we, could, we could possibly see that sometime down the road. Maybe. Um, of course, one story that we have been talking about here over the uh, – over the last, over the the last, uh, over the last uh, couple of days here, obviously, of course, there's a story about Brock Lesnar obviously becoming a free agent. Uh, now, Jeremy Thomas has a story here about Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho saying he doesn't believe that Brock Lesnar is a free agent if WWE would actually let Lesnar go. During an interview with Sports Kita, Chris Jericho revealed that he isn't on board with the notion that Brock Lesnar is now a free agent, despite reports to the contrary, and here are some highlights. On how much time he thinks he has left in the ring, Jericho says, I never put a time limit on anything that I do wrestling-wise. I mean, I thought back in 2015 I was, it was time to wrap it up. Then I got into the anger with Kevin Owens, and things became fun again, which led me to go into Japan, which made it even more fun, which led me to come into, of course, uh, AEW. Which, which is of course the, which is the best time I've I've had in the business in ten years, fifteen years maybe. So I won't go anywhere. I have no intention of leaving AEW. I have no intention of not wrestling. But even if I don't wrestle again, I just I'll be a commentator after that. Something that I'll never really, uh, I never really thought about it until I had to do it where we filmed four weeks of TV in one day. I just said, well, just put me on commentary. That way we don't have to worry about angles. I really had no storyline to talk about at the time. So just let me do commentary. Suddenly that became a thing. So yeah, there's no reason for me to go anywhere. On being happy in the company, Jericho says, I'm very happy in AEW. I'm very, I'm very uh, creative, creatively stimulated here. And I enjoy coming to work every time, every week, every month, whatever, whenever it may be. And to me, the fact that I'm having as much fun as I'm having and I'm doing the work that I'm doing now for almost 30 years in the business is a testament to the longevity that I have and also the great environment that AEW is providing for me. On Brock Lesnar reportedly being a free agent, Jericho says, the only reason why the rumors there is somebody said free agent. I don't think he's really a free agent at all. I think it would take so much money to pry him away from Vince McMahon on Brock's end and then for Vince to approve that. I mean, Vince has $2 million in the bank. What are you going to spend? What are you, what are you going to spend on Brock Lesnar that Vince isn't going to match? And Vince and Brock have a strange love affair to begin with. <laughs> okay. On if Lesnar would leave WWE, Jericho says. So if Brock fit in, would Brock fit in in AEW? Would he pay back his salary that you would pay him to be in AEW? Who's to say? But I think UFC, AEW. I think it's just another one of the dances that Vince and Brock like to have where Brock's contract expires. Vince lets it expire, and then they stay away from each other until the next Saudi Arabia show or the next show that has people in the crowd or WrestleMania, whatever it may be. So I don't think Brock is really a free agent in the sense of the word. I just think he, that he's like currently not under contract right now. The amount of money it would take to tear him away from, from the world of WWE would 
A, be astronomical, B, events were never allowed to happen, and C, I don't know if you can make that investment back or if it, or if it would even be worth it for AEW at this point in time or UFC or any company other than WWE. So apparently there's Jericho's take on the situation here going on here. Um, uh, <clears throat> on, uh, on uh, of course, on this story about Brock Lesnar. Uh, let's see right here. Uh, Joseph Lee has this story here. As WWE will reportedly cut back on live events after the pandemic is over. Okay. Well, let's, let's, I'm quite intrigued about this story here. Uh, of course, why they would be cutting back now, I, uh, it's way, way beyond me. Whenever the pandemic is over, whether that is next year or beyond, don't expect WWE to go back to, to the same amount of live events as before. In the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, it was noted that WWE is considering cutting back on the amount of live events they produce, even when things are back to normal. It's unknown if live events will be cut completely, but the idea of four days a week doing, doing house shows is likely over. It was noted that this will reflect in the business itself, not just WWE. AEW only works TV, and while Japanese companies may still tour, okay, it's becoming a big event business, not a not a rank and file house show business in the future. So, so it looks like we're going. There might be a little bit of a change even after this happens. Hmm. And one last story here, speaking of the pandemic. Excuse me, sorry about that. Uh, Joseph, <laughs> I can't believe I just did. Uh, Joseph Lee has this last story here. As apparently we have another legendary wrestler has tested positive for the virus. And I don't know if, if you heard about this or if anybody's heard about this, but I'm going to go ahead and report and let you know. And if MLD was on here right now, she would be 100% shocked. Kevin Nash has revealed he has tested positive for the virus. As 411 Mania reported yesterday, The Rock and his family revealed that they tested positive for the virus. They were on the other side of it and are okay right now. In a response to The Rock's post on Twitter, Kevin Nash said that he and his family also tested positive for the virus. <clears throat> And of course, uh, and of course, Kevin Nash responded to, of course, The Rock's uh, tweet uh, back on August 25th uh, at 11:32 p.m. last night. Kevin Nash says, "Welcome to the team. Very sorry your family is infected. I was tired for a while. Didn't train for the fourth day. My wife still hasn't gotten smell or or taste back. Son was asymptomatic. Pray you heal up quickly. Thank you for making people realize it's real." So it's, it's, it's hit a lot of people here, folks. And like I said, the wrestling world has seen its fair share. So that's some of the stories here that we'll be bringing you, of course, here tonight. <clears throat> but uh, there you have it right there, of course, is your wrestling news and juicy report, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Of course, filling in tonight for, of course, our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, King and W.O. Duarte Smith, and the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo. Of course, they bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And also, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat 
that old-fashioned combination, <clears throat> nor have we ever tried to do so for the past five years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get into our recent history and birthday report here, courtesy, of course, of the human suplex machine, uh, John Gross here. We do thank him, of course, for that, as always. Let's go ahead and get right here to it. On this date in 1984, WCCW presented Labor Day Star Wars from the parent... Hey, thank you for telling me that. Uh, WCCW presented Labor Day Star Wars from the Tarrant County Convention Center in Fort Worth, Texas. The Von Erichs defeated the Fabulous Freebirds in a Loser Leaves Town handicap match to win the WCCW six-man tag team titles. In reality, it was a write-off for the Freebirds, as believe it or not, they were heading to the WWF. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me make sure that I have this number correct. Yes, that's correct. On this day in 1989 in Atlanta, Georgia, the great Muda defeated Sting in a no-disqualification match to win the NWA World TV title. Okay. <laughs> Also on this date in 1993 in Tokyo, Japan, Ted DiBiase and Stan Hansen defeated the Holy Demon Army to win the AJPW Unified World Tag Team titles. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 1995, Manami Toyota defeated Yumiko Hata, Hota, hopefully I pronounced that right, to win the AJW Japan Grand Prix Tournament. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, 2002 on Monday Night Raw from uh, from Canada. John was not specific as to where in Canada, but all I heard was in Canada. Christian betrays Edge after Edge successfully defends the Intercontinental title against Lance Storm. And also Kurt Angle kidnapped Stone Cold Steve Austin, and instead of throwing him into a into a bridge, he threw him into a kiddie pool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, also on, also on this on this date right here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, 2018, uh, the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels both make their returns to Raw, and the team of Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defeat the B team to win the Raw, <coughs> Raw Tag Team Titles. This is McIntyre's first WWE title reign since 2010. Also on this date in, uh, two, in uh, last year, 2019, on SmackDown. The 24-7 title changes hands twice. R-Truth and Drake Maverick both win the 24-7 belt. Uh, we have one. Uh, we have a couple of birthdays to mention. Several birthdays to mention here. Uh, today is a happy 33rd birthday to Allie, who I think is in AEW, uh, but that's correct. Today, uh, uh, now I think this lady, this lady's real name was Mariana Comlos. She would have been 51 years old. She was known as Mrs. Cleavage. She also managed uh, Chaz, who I think was originally one of the headbangers in uh, 1999. And I believe she actually passed away of breast cancer. I believe I remember reading that correctly. Uh, and, of course, one more wrestling birthday. Happy 36th birthday to former WWE Cruiserweight champion. And, of course, the man who won the, Cruiser, the infamous Cruiserweight Classic, T.J. Perkins, T.J.P. And here are some, of course, pop culture history and birthdays here for today here as well. On this date in 1838, Frederick Douglass escapes from slavery disguised as a sailor. On this date in 1928, Ty Cobb records his 4,191st and final career hit as a pinch hitter. 
with the Philadelphia A's and a 6-1 loss to the Washington Senators. In 1932, Jimmy Fox smashes his 50th and 51st home runs and becomes the only third player to reach 50 in a Major League Baseball season as he joins Babe Ruth and Hack Wilson. On Wednesday, 1957, the Brooklyn Dodgers played their final game in Jersey City. On Wednesday, 1970, after playing 1,117 games, Billy Williams asked to be set out. On his day in 1971, John Lennon leaves the United Kingdom for New York City, of course, never to return, because we know what happened, of course, nine years later. On his day in 1972, Hank Aaron earns his 6,135th total base to break Stan Musial's Major League Baseball record for in an 8-0 home, 8-0 home defeat to the Philadelphia Phillies. On this day in 1977, Mary Tyler Moore does her last broadcast. I guess this is the Mary Tyler Moore show. On this day in 1981, the longest, longest Major League Baseball game in Fenway Park history is suspended after 19 innings between the Boston Red Sox and Seattle Mariners. Mariners would eventually win 8-7 in the 20th inning the following morning. Uh, they were there. Oh, they went back that morning. Hmm. On his day in 1995, the Jacksonville Jaguars fall in their NFL debut game against the Houston Oilers. On his day in 2008, the new Oklahoma City NBA franchise announced that the team will be called the Thunder. And one, um, <clears throat> of course, uh, one celebrity birthday to talk about. Happy 54th birthday to, of course, one of the original stars of the show, Two and a Half Men. Of course, a great actor here as well. Um, I'm sure everyone remembers movies like The Rookie and also the Hot Shots movies as well. Charlie Sheen turns 54 today. And is also, believe it or not, he was actually a, has a wrestling connection. He was also a part of Raw 1000. I did, I did not, I forgot about that. Hmm. Okay. And of course, as far as of course the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays are concerned, John's that's all he's got for us for tonight. But we do have, of course, of course, uh, we do have, of course, uh, uh, on a on a as far as WWS is concerned, we do have, of course, a birthday to talk about here today. As of course, one of our members here, of course, as John has put it, part of our new blood. Uh, that's a, a very appropriate term right there. Happy 27th birthday to, of course, one of our own right now who has really stepped up here and given his thoughts on everything going on in the world of wrestling, sports, and everything in between. Of course, has taken the reins, of course, of WWS Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and Sports Machine here, of course, in recent memory. Of course, alongside Mitt, not counting you out, Mitt, so don't worry, I'm not, I'm not counting you out. But happy 27th birthday, of course, to the one and only, the loose cannon himself. Shaquille Cole Cephas, uh, Shaq, on behalf, and of course, I wish we all wished him a happy birthday earlier today, but I'll say it, of course, on the air. On behalf of everyone here, of course, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoot.com, and of course, all of our, all of our, uh, <clears throat> of course, all of our groups um, on Facebook and all that, our family and friends, we want to wish you a very happy birthday. I hope you have many, many more to come. Uh, Thank you for, for your so your contributions thus far, and I hope we can hope you continue, of course, to add on to, of course, uh, said contributions, of course, as well. So we so we of course uh, so we of course, like I said, we will we thank you very much here, of course, 
for, for doing that. And like I said, very, very happy birthday there indeed. <clears throat> of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and uh, that's it for our history and birthdays and our news and views here for tonight. It is now 9.53 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. It is, of course, uh, Thursday, September 3rd, 2020, episode 269 of NWO Wolfpack, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here, of course, right now, uh, in addition, of course, here to the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the King of Pivotal, of course, coming in here with me here tonight. Uh, during this whole thing, we did have two more folks, of course, pop, pop in here, pop on in here uh, for this evening. Uh, first off, let's go ahead and bring in through our talk shoe video service. He is, of course, another member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the current GWI Phenom Champion. Also, of course, as also, of course, just recently has earned several belts here in WCWS, including, of course, WCWS Nexus Championship, among others. Uh, <clears throat> Um, let's go ahead and welcome him now. Of course, it is the soul man, of course, uh, Justin Lewis Fleming. And also, and also, uh, and, also and of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, sorry about that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, now on the line, get ready to come on the line here as well. He is, of course, a three-time WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio Every Monday afternoon, right here, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> and, of course, the man who knows how to drink that Folgers coffee here uh, while he's not wearing any pants. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring him right now. Of course, he is the Iceman. He is, of course, the one and the only. Uh, of course, he's known as JD. But, of course, uh, we also know him simply as, of course, Jared DiGeralmo. JD, of course, welcome to 269 of Wolfpack. Good to have you on here uh, with us. Uh, John just now reported to me. I just have of course, ladies and gentlemen. Um, John just now reported to me just a moment ago that uh, apparently we did at some point here. I didn't, I just now realized it that we lost the key plus Mipatow. Apparently, his phone went dead suddenly. And that's unfortunate. That's why I did not realize until just now that he was not no longer on. So I apologize to that and admit we're sorry about what happened about that. But we'll get, but hopefully, like I said, if you can make it back on before the end of the show, please feel free. But if you cannot, it is 100% understandable, sir. Uh, but I uh, hope to hear from you again here. If not tonight, then of course tomorrow, of course, on 882 of Revolution. But JD, of course, and Justin. Of course, good to have you here with us here as as well. Uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and just, of course, get right down to the nitty gritty here. Um, and of course, by the way, I'm gonna say this. I'm really rich. Yeah, that too. Anyway, and I have this. Um, and I have this to say in response to that. This is what I have to say to that. And of course, JD, with all respect here, I have also a response to that. Uh, 
Okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, but and just to give you an update on what's going on right now, Vancouver is leading five minutes into the first period, however, one nothing, however, and we are in overtime in game six of the Flyers Isle series. It is 4-4 as we speak. Also earlier tonight, the Toronto Raptors did defeat the Celtics by one in a very thrilling finish, 104-103. So, very, very interesting finish there. It's 2-1 now, Celts in that one. Okay, absolutely. Um, but let's go ahead and get right down here to the nitty-gritty here. Uh, I'm sure you, of course, uh, I'm sure Mint was as well, but I'm sure you also have have kept, did keep up, of course, last night here with what happened with AEW. Uh, if you'd like to throw out please, any thoughts here about this, please uh, let's go ahead and hear what you anything you have to say about Last night's AEW well, before we get to, of course, our official predictions were all out. So well, AEW was a good show, and, I mean, they put off a good number for the viewership of the night. However, I mean, after doing uh, last week our very interesting rating, which they did 813,000 viewers. This week they did 928, however. Uh, like I said, uh, like I said, last week's NXT delivered, however, 824, however, and, of course, they went to Thursday night. But uh, that being said, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however. Obviously, now they're going to Tuesday night, Howard, but uh, definitely we're going to have a lot to talk about tomorrow, definitely about AEW All Out. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs, of course, heating things up, the NHL postseason into the Eastern Final and the Western Final coming down to the nitty-gritty, if you will, Howard, so to speak. Also, tomorrow will be a very special, unique day. Not only will we be talking about All Out, but we will be talking about what happened, and John will mention, I'm sure, if not tomorrow night, but I'm sure you'll talk about tomorrow night on Revolution, obviously. 25 years ago tomorrow, the very first Monday Night Nitro from the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, my. Oh. Oh, that's. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, and, of course, uh, John says he couldn't. He, uh, well, we do he have some other birthdays to report our, on uh, Nolly Shack's birthday. Happy birthday goes out to skateboarder Sean White, who today, of course, is celebrating a birthday, however. Sean White, of course, as you know, a skating legend, of course, 34 years old today. Happy birthday to him, of course, as you know, of course, uh, famous skateboarder. Jenny Finch, former uh, softball great at the University of Arizona, today turns 40. She, of course, won the gold medal in 04 and the silver in 08, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Also, happy birthday, of course, to Damien Stoudemire, believe it or not. Uh, believe it or not. The former Arizona Wildcat uh, superstar today turns 47. He's now the coach at Pacific University, played for the Raptors, Blazers, Grizzlies, and Spurs, as well as coach of Rice University, an assistant at Memphis, however, University, as well as the Grizzlies, an assistant Arizona Memphis, as coach Memphis. He is the NBA Rookie of the Year and All-Rookie Team in 1996, first-team All-American in 95. However, he was drafted seventh overall by the Toronto Raptors. He, of course, coached since 2009. His numbers are 23. He has 11,763 points, 13.5 points per game, 6 assists per game, 5,370, 953 steals. He finished with the Bronze at the Saint Peter, for the St. Peter's in St. Petersburg at the Goodwill Games for the national team in 94. In the summer, Universal thing in 93 in Buffalo in 93 in the national team, he won the gold. He is the WCC Coach of the Year this past year in the Ben Job Award winner. He also is a three-time All-Pac-10 member and Pac-10 Player of the Year in 1995, but also from 1995 was a three-time uh, person in that. Like I said, today he was born in Portland, Oregon. He today turns 47. So happy birthday to these guys. And, of course, yesterday we had some big birthdays, including Eric Dickerson, 
Jimmy Connors, Terry Bradshaw, John Thompson, who tragically we lost, and of course the legendary Adolph Rock. This weekend we have some interesting birthdays to report coming up over the holiday weekend, including former Pittsburgh Pirate Bill Mazeroski, Washington Redskins superstar Billy Kilmer. Uh, Sunday we will have John Wall celebrate a birthday, and on Labor Day, folks, we're going to have an interesting birthday, including Cleveland Cavaliers superstar Kevin Love, Al McGuire, ladies and gentlemen, and the legendary Paul Brown. So those will be coming up, however, if you will, in the next few days, however. So we are definitely going to be keeping an eye on that. And again, we're going to keep an eye on the hockey game as well, both hockey games, as we said. However, right now it is still in overtime as we speak, and we will let you know if anything changes. But I will be right back in a minute to get my predictions in. I already did my AEW thoughts last night, so you don't have to ask me. I'll be back in a minute. Okay, all right. Uh, Justin, any any uh, any any thoughts you have about last night's AEW Dynamite? Anything stood out in your mind with that? And while we wait for uh, Justin to get his, get his thoughts about AEW, John didn't mention, of course, about NXT 60 minute Ironman match from this past Tuesday. It was a good one, of course, and a tie. But of course, Balor versus Cole next week is going to be a show stealer. Says he does believe it. And Justin says he actually loved the event there as well. So, so that's that's pretty much like I said. Pretty much like I said. Our of course our personal thoughts and opinions here on that. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead here. And while we got, uh, of course, uh, uh, John and John and Justin here. Uh, JD will be back, of course, here momentarily. Um, I will go ahead and, of course, point out here that we do now have on, of course, our page, WWS Pay-Per-View Prediction Center. We do now have, of course, the polls officially set up here for all the all nine matches, of course, for AEW's All Out. Uh, and also, of course, I know, and just just like with just like just like with, of course, uh, as we have been doing before, I created this page. I am still, of course, keeping a paper record, of course, of all of this. And I do believe, like I said, if we're not mistaken here, so far the only four folks that have stepped up and said that they were going to take part in the challenge was JD, was John, was Mitt, and it was Justin. I believe that's we, we heard that, if I'm not too much mistaken. Uh, so let's go ahead here and and uh, – Let's go ahead here and go ahead and get things going here. Let's see if JD has returned. JD, are you back with us? He's not. Okay. Well, John, I'm going to start with you here. And then, like I said, we'll, when JD comes back, we'll, we'll get his thoughts here. But I'm going to go ahead and start with you here first. Uh, on the first match that we have, of course, for eight, or that we're, of course, going using our list on, on Wikipedia right here. First match, of course. Uh, um, Match we have listed is for the. Okay, well then, then, then well, I've already started with John, but I'll just do. This. I'll do. I'll go to John, then I'll go to no, JD. Yeah. I'll go. That's fine. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put you in the middle, JD. So, uh, yeah. we're gonna start with John. Never gonna go to JD. Never gonna Justin. Okay, the first match we're talking about here, John, is for the AEW. And guys, we'll talk, the first match here is the AEW World Title match. John Moxley defending against JD's favorite fella, MJF. <laughs> and also, of course, uh, one stipulation here, John Moxley is banned from using his Paragium shift finishing Paradigm shift. Par well, whatever. Par uh, Paradigm well, shift. 
Paradigm Shift. Yeah, okay. He, he banned from using his finishing move. There you go. I'll say it that way. Uh, John, your thoughts here about who you okay. John believes that it will be that it will be Moxley that means the title. Uh, okay, JD, your thoughts about the AEW title match. And I know a certain spider is listening in because tomorrow night she said she'd be on and we're going to have a little, when I hear her predictions, hopefully tomorrow night we're going to have a little, let's just say banter with this one. You know, MJF has been running his mouth for so long, Howard, thinking he's God's gift to reality, however, when it comes to the Wednesday night Dynamite show, Howard. Sure, he has his little smiley, pearly white secretary the uh, Nebi Nina, as he calls him, who looks like a blonde bimbo, if you ask me, like Kellyanne Conway. No disrespect to her, but I'm going to throw that out anyway because she does look like Kellyanne Conway. And then you got Wardlow being MJF's stooge bodyguard bitch boy, however, along with his entourage. Yes, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, or more on Jackass, that's what, you know, what Fonzie calls him, however, is just a fool. I'm going to say fool because I'm going to keep it PG here a little bit tonight. Having said that, both of these guys are undefeated going into the match. Who has MJF been besides Cody in the last little while? And everyone can say the same thing about Moxley. Who has he been? Well, if memory serves me, I think the Mox beat the champion, Chris Jericho. And Max, you were sitting at home like a little bitch, basically, with your boyfriend Warlow doing not a goddamn thing except taking side bets from everyone on the dark roster, from Sean Spears to freaking Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. Well, guess what? As they all say, how our streaks come to an end. And guess what? The streak of Mox will continue, but he better be careful because he knows there's some big names coming after him now. Right now, MJF can afford a setback here. But you know what, though? He's going to find a way probably to pull out one out of his ass, Howard, because he'll be basically blowing Cody and Tony Khan out their ass, Howard, saying, I deserve it, I deserve it, I deserve it. Pardon the pun, but you don't deserve anything, MJF. You don't deserve dick. At least not yet, anyway. Because basically, you'll be sucking both Cody and Tony Khan, Howard, after thanking them, Howard, if you end up winning this match, Howard, because you got what you wanted. But guess what? Your time is not just yet, I feel. Unless you pull out of your crack, basically. Having said that, it's going to be a good match. No question about it. I'm going to be, I think this is one of the more better matches of the evening. But at the end of the night, however, there can only be one champion. And his name has three simple letters. M-O-X. The Mox is walking out the alleys with the title still, I feel. All right. Uh, Justin, uh, who do you, uh, AEW title match here, of course, Moxley versus MJF. And I'm not sure we'll probably, if Mid doesn't make it back tonight, we'll probably get his predictions tomorrow. And to let you know, we're seven and a half minutes left in overtime. It's still four all. Vancouver, 10 minutes to go in the first. Still one nothing up on the Golden Knights. Thank you very much, Air Force Judy. Yes. And Justin feels that it will also be Moxley. So it looks like so far, it uh, it's going to be uh, it's, it's going to be a very unique, uh, very unique encounter here. All right, next match up here, we'll have here as is, is, is referred to as Mimosa Mayhem match. And, uh, and of course, the stipulation here is the match can be won by pinfall, submission, or throwing the opponent into a tank of mimosa. Is Chris Jericho taking on Orange Cassidy? John, your thoughts here on this match? 
And and John is going with uh, is going with Jericho here. JD, your thoughts about Jericho versus Orange Cassidy? Yeah, this one has been pretty good. I like the build up with these two. I mean, Jericho is making Cassidy look really good in this feud, and I think this has been one of Jericho's better feuds so far in AEW. I've been very entertained with what Jericho's brought to the table and what his boys have brought uh, to the uh, best friends. But uh, Orange Cassidy doesn't need to say much about this, however. This has been sort of like uh, a trilogy in a way, how sort of like if you go back to the whole thing with Flair and Steamboat of the late 80s, how, and even with Guerrero Malenko, because those two feuds were really exciting. And this one is almost as good as, if not a little bit on par with both of them. Jericho, 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 my boy, you're going to be 50 years old in November, yet you still have Santana Ortiz, your goon squad, your boyfriend, Mr. Donald Trump lover himself, jackass, jackoff, Jack Swagger, Jake Hager, whatever you want to call him, being your little bitch boy. And, of course, you also have Sam Guevara, the so-called Spanish guard, who's the, I like to call him the slimeback, shithead, sneaky little snake. Well, guess what, however? Jericho, you're going to be going into the bubbly, my friend. Mr. Cassidy has had your number lately, unless you find a way to have your boyfriends help you. Again, just like MJF. But you know what? This has been a good feud. I've been enjoying every minute of it, however. Orange Cassidy has already won one. Jericho has won the first. Cassidy won the second fall. Now it's going to come down to see who wants it more. Jericho has been smart at times and not so smart at times, as we've seen throughout his career. But you know what? I think, however, he's going to put Cassidy over. And by that I mean Cassidy's going to pull off a big upset here. I think Cassidy ends the feud strong here. I would not be surprised. He needs another big win here. Jericho doesn't need this win. Because Jericho's put enough people over, as we've seen over the years. If he makes Cassie win the feud here, then that shows that Jericho uh, did the right thing and played ball the right way. So, you know what? I'm going out on a limb. Orange Cassie's going to squeeze Jericho. And Jericho, you may have thought this through, Howard, as a smart idea, but at the end of the night, Howard, you're going to be tasting your own bubbly and be squeezed Orange Cassidy style. Give me the OC for this win. This is going to be a big win for him, I feel. Okay. All right, Justin, uh, uh, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Um, and of course, you heard the stipulations. I uh, will name them off one more time. Of course, pinfall submission or throwing the opponent into a tank of mimosa. Of course, if that's something like alcohol, I have no idea. What that is. Yeah, it's orange juice and champagne. Oh, it's orange juice and champagne. How appropriate. Orange juice, orange Cassidy, champagne, Chris Jericho. Oh, that's... Yes. that's uh, <laughs> That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And maybe, and maybe, hey, probably both of them. Might, hey, maybe, maybe the other guy might go in there too. Probably might want to get drunk. I don't know. Uh, Justin is actually going to go with, uh, is going to go with uh, Orange Cassidy as well. So, okay. All right. The next match up here, of course, John, we'll go back to you, sir. Um, the match for the, uh, uh, AEW World Tag, Tag Team titles, of course, uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page defending the team against, of course, a team formerly known as the Revival in the WWE, of course, I don't know, as FTR, Cash Wheeler and Dance, Dax Harwood, and FTR's corner, WWE Hall of Famer, of course, legendary member of the Pole Horseman, Tully Blanchard. John, your thoughts are who win this? And, of course, John says that it's going to be FTR. And then he goes off and says, 
They're going to show Vince McMahon why they were screwed in the WWE. Good point. Good point. Good, good point. All, all good point all around there, John. All right, JD. Uh, AEW tag titles, of course. Uh, Omega and Page versus FTR. Don's right. I mean, I mean, Cash and Dash have been looking very, very good, Howard, since they got to AEW, and I like what I'm seeing out of these boys. And plus. You have a good, good addition in Tully, and that is always a good thing. It's a smart thing. Paige and Omega have been a good team, and they have held the titles a long time, but there has been friction, as we've seen over the last several few months, however. Right now, Paige and Omega are not seen eye-to-eye, and neither is the Bucks, however. So right now, however, could be the Elite be cracking under their, under their own, uh, let's just say, banner filing? Could things be really starting to separate themselves more further? I think it's going to happen. I mean, Cash and Dax are 6-0 and right now. Right now, look for lucky number 7 to come up in a big way. This is going to be my one of my favorite matches the entire evening. I'm looking forward to it. I think you're going to see a good 20-25 minute classic here with these four. These guys are going to tear it down. FTR is going to walk out of Jacksonville with the straps, I feel. Okay. Justin, uh, Omega and Page versus FTR. AEW tag belts on the And yes, Justin, uh, JD's uh, nickname is is also Tiny Pecker. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. That's his sidekick name. <laughs> Justin is actually, believe it or not, going to, say that this is going to go with Omega and Paige to retain. Justin, I think you and I might have to have a bet, my friend. I'll let you know. Okay. Well, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. We'll have to wait and see what happens. All right, John. The next match here we have is for the AEW Women's Title. Hikaru Shida defending against Thunder Rosa. Uh, John believes that Shida will, and I don't have to do that right now. Thank you very much. No, uh, John believes that Hikaru Shida is going to retain the belt. JD, your thoughts on a Shida versus Thunder Rosa AEW Women's Title? Don, you're going to be another victim in my betting pool, I feel, possibly. This is going to be another good match, I feel. I mean, Sheeta has been a very good champ so far since she beat Nyla for that title. But she's going up against a very, very interesting, you want to call her maybe wet behind the ears, sort of like a newcomer to the scene, but is not a newcomer by any means whatsoever. This is... Her, this is Thunder Rosa we're talking about. This is a girl who, in NWA power, took on girls like Priscilla Kelly, like uh, Melina, people like that. I think Thunder Rosa is going to bring the thunder, however. No pun intended. Sheeta has been a great champ, no question. But Rosa, after what I saw her against Serena Deeb last night, I think right now Sheeta might be one to have second thoughts on this one. Rosa is going to walk out of there with the title. Okay, okay. Justin, uh, Kyra Sheeta defending the AEW Women's title against Thunder Rosa. Oh, I read a story here, JD, while Justin's getting his picks in. I read a story here that, uh, after they're saying that this is something WWE is considering after the pandemic is over. Yeah, the house schedule. Scaling, um, scaling back 
Vince, what's your, what's your take on that, by the way, for Justin Sims? I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting how you do it and how you're going to space the days out. It's going to be more challenging, I feel. It's going to be very interesting, though. I will say that, though. But we'll have to wait and see if uh, how, what days and when they're going to go back to work. You know, that's the big thing. I mean, can they do it and will they be able to do it? That's a big, big question. And right now, I'd say at this point, I mean, your guess goes mine. But uh, right now, however, I mean, I don't know if this is like the right move. I think it's a risky move you're taking. It's a very big risk you're taking, and it depends on what days and uh, towns are going to be allowed WWE to come back in or allowed to come in again. You know, it's it, it's a big, big risk you're playing with right now. And to give you an update, we got two minutes left in the first overtime. It's still 4-4. Three minutes to go in the first period. Vancouver is still up one nothing. But yeah, I mean, also, but you know. no, no, you finish your thought, and there was another question you needed to ask. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, this is just. A, I mean, like I said, I mean, we don't know. I mean, if this is gonna happen. However, like I said, if this is going to be, like I said, only a short-term thing, or maybe from now on. I mean, we don't know. I mean, again, right now, this is just. This is a very big, very risky, very What's the word I'm looking for? I can't even describe the word I'm trying to find, however. But it's just it's going to be challenging. It's going to be a big challenge for them to undertake. And can they get through it is the big question. Can they really find a way to really just try to at least, I'm not going to say suck it up, but I mean just try to get through this And after all the hell that's happened so far and how much craziness has gone through. I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be a challenge for them, no doubt about it. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Justin did say that he believes that Hikaru Shida is going to retain the AEW Women's title. The other thing I was going to mention here, something else I read in the news as well. Uh, apparently, uh, <clears throat> the young lady that has been walking around with uh, Angel Garza on Raw, uh, Demi Burnett, as yes. has talked about the possibility that she might want to step in the ring at some point. Uh, her take? Terrible idea, honey. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Believe me, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You think you have a chance to be a big name in somewhat a pawn like this? Why don't you just stay looking pretty, acting like a stupid bimbo, no pun intended, that you are, and just find a way to make just I mean, it's it's a joke. It's an absolute farce, if you ask me. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why you would uh, even try this. I mean, this is just this. You just think. I mean, I mean, Vince likes the blondes. We know that he likes the blondes, and he finds a way to uh, basically make sure he gets serviced in a big way. No pun intended. Both in the boardroom and in, let's just say, out of the boardroom. So I just. I don't know if this is, again, this is a great idea. I think this is a big farce. This is a big joke. I think it's laughable. And I think right now, I mean, I wouldn't even just even say it's worth doing. You know, I mean, I just, I don't think you're thinking things through. I mean, you should just do something else with your time rather than just act like a little sidekick, uh, cheerleader, raw, raw girl that you are, however, for Garza as of late. So Demi Burnett. I hope you have some training in wrestling, but it doesn't seem like you do. So I don't see you doing anything at all in this company at all. This is just absolutely ridiculous. It is absolutely pathetic beyond words. Indeed, I agree. Justin also agrees with you as well. He just pretty much said that was a big mistake. 
Let's see if we got John back. John, are you back on with us? I think he had to step out for a minute. John, are uh, you we back with us? The we are at the end of the first overtime. Still at four. Two minutes, to get, 20 seconds to go in the first. Like I said, Vegas is up, like I said, still. Or down, I should say, excuse me, one nothing. Now, before John gets his next thing is, I am sure, however, this is outside of wrestling talk, but I'm sure you, you know who said today, about uh, the so-called U.S. war dead. Today, Mr. You-Know-Who said about the U.S. war dead as losers or suckers, in his word. No, who said Donald Trump did tonight. Our own president said that? Yep, he disparaged the U.S. war dead today. He actually came out and said it. In fact, I'll read the comment right now. Right now. Yeah, this is what the AP said. Beach floor. A new report details multiple instances of President Donald Trump making disparaging remarks about members of the U.S. military who have been captured or killed, including referring to the American war dead at the American Cemetery in France in 2018 as, quote, losers and suckers. The allegations, however, first reported on the Atlantic, however, in the Atlantic. A senior department official with first-hand knowledge of events confirmed some of the remarks of the AP, including the 2018 cemetery comments, however. The defense official said, however, mind you, however, said Trump made the comments, however, as he begged off visiting the cemetery outside Paris during a meeting following his presidential daily briefing on the morning of November 10, 2018. Staffers from the National Security Council and the Secret Service told Trump that rainy weather made helicopter travel to the cemetery risky, but they could drive there. Trump responded by saying he didn't want to visit the cemetery because it was filled with, quote, losers, said the official, speaking on condition of anonymity because the official was not authorized to discuss it publicly. In another conversation on the trip, the Atlantic said Trump referred to the 1,800 Marines who died in the World War I battle at Bellwood as, quote, suckers for getting killed. Elisa Farah, White House Strategic Communications Director, said this, however, mind you, however. This report is patently false. President Trump holds the military in high regard. He's demonstrated his commitment to them at every turn, delivering on his promise to give our troops a much-needed pay raise, including military, increasing military spending, signing critical veterans' reforms, and supporting military spouses. Now, this is what he said. To, now, like I said, Joe Biden spoke today and said this, however. If the revelations in today's Atlantic article are true, then they are yet another remarker of how deeply President Trump and I disagree about the role of the president of the U.S. Now, Trump is here tonight in Western PA, however, speaking in Latrobe. And let's just say today he got a very interesting cheer response when he touched down in Latrobe, which is about a half hour away from me, if you will, however. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Well, it's like a, it's like it's like a, it's like I said it's like I said here, folks. Uh, um, this is probably going to be the probably the one thing that's going to be the uh, the, the 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 knife the knife in the, the the back of Trump's chances of staying in the White House. Um, but the thing about it is, and all ladies and gentlemen, I, I will say was one thing here currently, and I know we'll try to talk about politics on here sometimes. But of course, in the way of all this we're talking about here with the pandemic, it's actually kind of entered into our phrase sometimes. I will mention it this one, I will mention this this one time and one time only here. That right now, like I said, we don't have any logical choices, in my personal opinion, as far as who will be the next president of the United States. A lot of people don't want Trump in there, of course. You, you're talking to two people right here, myself and JD. Uh, JD don't want 
Donald Trump's toupee in there. Definitely not. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but also, of course, of course, on the other side of the coin, it's not it doesn't fare that much well either. A lot of people don't want Joe Biden in there either because of everything that he's been talking about that he may end up he may end up uh, possibly uh, considering doing and all that if he is elected president. Of course, one of the things obviously is making the, a nationwide um, nationwide mandate of um, of wearing of, of wearing um, of course these mat of wearing of course masks and everything like that. But the thing about it is, is that as much as we don't, and the, and the sad reality is we don't have a third, we don't have an independent candidate running. You know, I know they said Kanye West is trying to get into it, but a lot of people may not even want him in there either. I mean, that's the next he thing needs, we know. I think he needs, a, he needs a, a lobotomy is what he needs, to, and among other things. Yeah. I mean, you have American yeah, Kardashian, go figure. Yeah, the thing is, next thing, he's going to want to paint everything in Washington, D.C. from white to gold or something. I don't know. I mean, yeah, does, I was just going to say something about that. Yeah, you're reading my yeah. thoughts. I'm ready to say the same thing. Yep. It's going to be because of Washington, D.C. It's going to probably be called Washington, M.C. Okay, that's 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 bad. Okay. <laughs> anyway, 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 here's, here's the point. I'm, here's the point I'm trying to make. That they've already, I've often, I've already heard, of course, I'm sure, J.D., you probably are familiar with a lot of, a lot of the process here that in the event that of course uh, it comes to a stalemate here in the election between Trump and Biden. Guess who gets to take the reins for a little while? The and you ain't gonna the idiot, Mr. No, 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 he doesn't. Okay. No. Okay. No. Nancy Pelosi. Hmm. Interesting. Law will be president they call it who's it's technically going to be considered president pro temp. She would be automatically considered president of the United States if it came to a stalemate between Trump and Biden. Hmm. So a lot of people are not looking forward to that either. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, right now all this going on here, of course, there's still the continuing debate over the thing about so many people, of course, are going to lose their jobs because of this pandemic. If they can't get back to work, they're trying their darnest to do so. And the thing about it is our, our people in Washington can't get their heads out of their their fat heads out of their fat hind ends just to just just to make one simple decision. Help the Let me finish this. And the thing about it is, in the wake of all this, when when the, a lot of people have sadly have either contracted this virus or have passed away from it. What, what what do our fat cats in Washington go and do? They take a blame. They take a paid vacation for a month. They're due to come back next Tuesday. Yep. So the thing is, if I were them, if I were them, and JD, Justin, John, you three are witnesses here. We'll get back to these predictions in just a moment. I apologize for staring away from this, but we'll get back to this. I promise. We got plenty of time. But I'm going to say. But I'm going to say. I'm going to say. Flat out, what you should have done is not worry about your blame vacations. You should have made that your ultimate reward for for helping what you're supposed to have been doing and helping the American people. A lot of people are going to be on the streets. A lot of people are going to be able to pay their rent, pay their bills, and all that, but they're struggling to try to find some sort of work to provide for themselves. And let me tell you this: I'm going to tell you this on a personal level. I work for a place 
that has helped uh, that, that that helps a section of North Carolina that I lived that I had lived in and was born and raised in that have seen a lot of people struggling here in recent memory. And about every day here, and then even even the place I'm working is considered a lockdown. It's me and one other person that mans it. What do we do? What have we been doing? And I've been doing this for 14 years, even before all this happened. What 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 do we do? We give people one good incentive, and that is we help them out with food. That way they'll have a choice on what to fix. What they'll they'll have they'll be able to determine what they can have for breakfast, what they have for lunch. What they can have for supper, what their kids will be able to maybe take to school with them to eat, what they what to say for their kids be able to eat at home and everything like that. What you should be, like I said, be worrying about here is seeing about all of this is going on here right now. You need to worry about the people and stop worrying about things. And I'm sure JD, you you're probably one of these that probably was kind of fed about this. You need to stop worrying about some some stupid some stupid some stupid uh situation like the blame post office yeah you stop worrying about the blame ballots and start worrying about the people that needs that, is, that, is was, gonna my, that was gonna be my thing that was gonna was just gonna bring up i mean you look I know this uh, to you, but look what happened yesterday in your own backyard basically look what he did yesterday with what he said yesterday he said there's gonna be two elections one people have to mail in their ballots one have to send in their ballots then before that, he gets off the plane, and you have these idiots, wherever in North, down in Wilmington, however it was, however, holding up their fist with the white power salute. What was up with that? I did not get that. I think that was stupid. I think that was arrogance, and I think it was pompous. Well, no, but I've also been hearing a lot of news lately that North Carolina may be a key, a key state in this election. I think it could state. be. I think it very well could be, yeah. They said North Carolina is a key state here. I mean, keep in mind that at least one sensible thing, and J.D., I'm not taking sides. Keep this in mind on this. I'm not yeah. taking sides on this. The only decent thing he's done recently is the fact that, you know, since apparently that since the our, our governor and his staff couldn't work out anything for them to have the Republican National Convention for the first go around there in Charlotte, they never planned on going somewhere else. And he was blaming the fact that nobody, nobody was going to have any sort of work or any sort of pay, whatever, was because of our governor and all that. He is endorsing Governor Roy Cooper's opponent mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then now all of a sudden they turn around because they can't do it over the floor. They come back to Charlotte and do it. Or I don't know if they, if they did it. And I don't even know if they did it there or not, to be honest with you. But, I mean, anyway... <sighs> John's got a couple of quick things here. Then let's go and get back to all this. But the bottom line here is, folks, is is, is like I said, and I say this, I know that probably those fat cats in Washington are not worried about a small, small, small uh, detailed wrestling podcast like ours who might have a word or two and all that. But at least, like I said, we're not stupid. We know what to do here. We know what's going on. Like I said, if anybody's run this dang old country, it's the people itself. Bottom line. I've said it there. The people need to run it because they know what they want. I mean, if y'all don't, I mean, if, 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 if folks don't agree with me on that, then that's fine and dandy. But like I said, the people themselves need to run the country. That way something can get done. And I've also said this one more, one quick thing. I almost, I'm sorry, but I, I this was something that just came to mind that I said before. I'm going to say it again. 
that I understand that there's a lot of things that Trump cannot do without the support of Congress. I understand that. I realize it. We all we've all read that. We all know that. I mean, JD, you took U.S. history. I took U.S. history. I'm sure John did. I'm sure John. We we all do. We all know what what what, what how the process works in Washington. Apparently, the people in Washington are the only ones that don't know how it works. But the bottom line here is, like I said, what what you need to do, Trump, is like I said, now you've seen what's been going on the last few months. A lot of people suffer. The thing about it is that regardless of what the rules are, you need to, you know, above and beyond those blame rules and get the people the help they need. Besides, let me tell you something. As, as I remember, and I think JD remember, uh, 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 jog my memory here. Back in 2016, one of the things I heard about Trump when he when he won the election and all that, he refused the salary for the president. Am I right about that? He okay. refused it because he refused the presidential salary. He didn't yep. need it because he. Okay, the thing about it is, use your own money to help the people. Use that. Yeah. Come on. And real quick. Yeah, real quick. Just to, I mean, I know we're gonna. I'm seeing now apparently. Apparently, after Joe Biden visited today, they're saying now apparently hundreds of people have been arrested after violent protests again occurred tonight in Kenosha. Two hundred fifty were arrested. Over half of them are from out of town. But the thing is, though, you're right. And the thing is, looking at this, too, certain states are going to be key states in this election. I mean, obviously, Florida's one of them. North Carolina, like you said, is now possible with what's happening. Pennsylvania is definitely going to be one. It was last time. Ohio is going to be one. Michigan, Wisconsin, especially with what's happening in Wisconsin. Michigan with the auto workers and everything like that. Same with Ohio. It's split. PA is almost the same way, but Florida is going to be a big, big source in North Carolina, and maybe possibly even Texas, too. So you're looking at maybe five, six states that are going to be the telling point of this election on what's going to happen. Yeah, but bottom line here, I almost say is, like I said, if anybody needs to run this country, the people need to do it themselves. Because, like I said, we don't trust the ones that we that, that are currently running. If guys, if people like Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders or one of them was still running, I probably would vote for one of them. Because let me tell you, the last time when Trump was running, I didn't vote for him. I voted for the independent candidate. And I'm registered Republican. I voted for an independent candidate. Because I didn't want, I mean, to tell you the truth, I wasn't crazy about Trump being in there. Because, I mean... Next thing you know, you're going to have. Next thing you know, you're going to have an episode of The Apprentice coming live from the White House. President Trump doing this. Jeez. That's what it's turning into. That's all this president. That's all his presidential run has been is one big episode of The Apprentice. That's all it's been to me. That's all it's been to me. I never watched that show, but I I remember what it was about. But y'all know what I'm okay. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry to get off track, but this is this is why I'm very passionate. Why I care about why, I, especially people like me, care about other people, especially with what I do every day. JD knows what I do. John knows what I do. Justin, you're hearing about it. Nit has an idea. Everybody has an idea about what I do. Away from this, and I've been doing it for 14 years. And I was. Since 2006, I've been I've been going flat out, and even before this pandemic was even thought of. 
So all I all I did was just, I, I said it was laid upon my heart to help people, and that's what I've been doing, and that's what I'm going to continue to do if I, until, until my dying day. Yeah, and like I said, what he's, and if he and if he said these remarks are more and more, I mean, it just shows the numbers will continue to dwindle. But of course, do they care? No. No, but like I said, but like it because he because he probably has an idea now. That's probably going to probably it's probably going to cost him. But I'm sure possibly a lot of things that they've said Biden has said a lot of things, and I'm sure now that's probably going to cost Biden a lot of things. And the next thing you know, it's like I also said before, there's also that possibility. If we get Nancy Pelosi running the country, we're all screwed. But yeah, she's already this, screwed. This is what he said tonight when he touched down in Pennsylvania. 61 days from now, we're going to win the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Joe Biden wants to surrender your jobs to China. I will keep your jobs in America. The writers want Biden to win. Okay. Yeah, keep I think we all right. I, th- I think we said enough about all that. I think JD, I'm sure you would agree with that. But like I said, Trump and his toupee both need to get out of that glass. Okay. And John said this: it's not only Vincent Mann, it's not only Donald Trump, it's not only the protesters. It was, of course, Russia and Trump to go. They don't get their act to go. Big Bubba is going to turn them gay. Trump won't be president for eight more years, and he'll be known as a prison. You know what? For a lot of years before he dies, it's and John even says the 1940s all over again. And and John also says here it's time to get along and not fight. Time to work together and fight this virus, which is apparently what our fat cats in Washington have not been doing is working together to fight this virus. And the one way they can fight it is by helping the people. You know, like get some sort of relief, get some get some sort of help. And if we now if we have to wait till uh, until next Tuesday to find out if they're going to be able to start working on doing something. They have to worry about their stinking vacations. Yep, agree. And so be your Don, you better be ready for your big four-way, my friend. You got a big day yeah. coming up. In the meantime, let's go ahead and finish this right here because I did we get did off, get off track, but but uh, but I mean. But everyone knows my position on it. JD, I know your position on it. Mm. I mean, I think me and you can agree on this one thing. We agree on a lot of things, we disagree on a lot of things, but this is one thing me and you can. And as we hope and pray to God that Trump does not get back in here. That's all I gotta say. Exactly. We need change and we need change now. You got you got it right. You got it right. So all right, John, here we go here, bud. I'm gonna make it fast here. I tell you what, guys, let me let John finish it because I'm John, do you have a thing tonight? Do you have a show tonight? He doesn't, so he's got time. Okay, never mind that he doesn't have a show. Okay. I was going to hurry. We have him, but he, he's okay. Okay. <sighs> got to put the mind at ease, JD. Breathe okay. deep. Breathe deep. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Let's get back to what we do best, and that's talk wrestling. There you go. Something more pleasant. There you go. I like saying it that way. Something more pleasant. There you go. All right, John, next one here. Now, we have here the infamous 21-man casino battle royal with the winner getting an opportunity for a future shot at the AEW world title. Now, we don't have, I think, I think officially we got 18 names out of 21 listed already. So that apparently there might be three more that might be coming up, coming up here again here soon. However, 
if it is somebody different than the names I'm about to put out, that whoever I'm sure that I do have a space on the poll on, on the poll for this on the prediction center page that says TBD, which means to be decided. Obviously, that's probably what that means. Yep. Uh, then, if anyone chooses that, and like it ends up being and ends up being somebody other than like I said the 18 names I'm about to mention. They will still win. They will. I mean, of course, obviously, everybody's going to win a belt, regardless. But like I said, uh, um, yeah. But that that's. But uh, still, you would get credit for it if you picked a space that said TBD on there, because I did put a space on there that said it. But here are the names we know of so far, and I said John, JD, and Justin. There, of course, we have 18 listed so far. But here we go: Darby Allen, Lance Archer. Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Pentagon Jr., Ray Finex, The Butcher, The Blade, Eddie Kingston, Sean Spears, Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, Jake Hager, Santana, Ortiz, Chuck Taylor, and Trent. John, based upon those names, and like I said, anyone that I didn't, and also, of course, got factor in, like I said, there's possibly going to be three more that's going to be added on here coming up here soon. Who do you think is going to? Oh, okay. John believes the winner of this is going to be Brian Cage. That's a good pick. All right, JD, let's hear your take on the Battle Royals. John, very good pick, though. I mean, I like the pick, and I was almost going to go with you on that, actually. But you know what? I'm going to take Lance Archer. I think he's going to surprise some people. Okay. All right, we'll go with Archer. Justin, the, the Casino Battle Royal, who do you think is going to, to win this? And if it's not any of the 18 names I mentioned, if it's somebody different, I mean, I will still make a note of what you said. So, but if you were to go vote for it on the uh, prediction center page, it will be under the space that says TBD. You can pick somebody other than the 18 names that I did mention. Oh, yesterday was the anniversary of the death of Bob Denver. Did you know that? Bob who? Bob Denver, Gilligan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 15, he's been on 50. The, the, casino, the casino Battle Royal, it's a battle royal, um, Justin. Like I said, 18 out of 21, there's 21 plus beginning, 18 have already, have already entered. And there's three into the second overtime. It is still four four, and we are a minute into the second. Still one nothing, Vancouver. Have you heard anything else about the NHL uh, playoff situation, JD? Yeah, this is like I mean, whoever wins this match, however, here between Philadelphia and the Islanders will face Tampa in the final, in the Eastern final, in the Western final. Uh, Colorado and Dallas will be playing Game Seven tomorrow night. That'll be a big, big game to watch. And whoever wins the Vegas. Uh, Affair with uh, Vancouver will face off with the winner of uh, Dallas in uh, Colorado. Okay, thank you very much. I will. You will have to admit though, the Hurricanes gave it all their gave it their all, despite of course being a short season. And the Pens is flat as all hell. But uh, we got some college football tonight too, actually. Believe it or not. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, Justin, Justin, what is your pick for the Casino Battle Royal? 
If you need me to, Justin, I'll name off the names I have if you need me to read them off again. Okay. All right, Justin, the names are as follows. Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Pentagon Jr., Ray Fenix, The Butcher, The Blade, Eddie Kingston, Sean Spears, Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, Jake Hager, Santana, Ortiz, Chuck Taylor, and Trent. And Chad Hinshaw, Amory Rickenbach, J-Mal, on Russ Wright, of course. And Justin's actually going with, uh, this is not This is not a bad pick. He's going with Darby Allen. Good pick, John. Or Justin, very good yep. pick there. Sorry about that. Very good pick. Okay. Uh, by the way, if you go to Dollar General, they got a Another flavor of Mountain Dew entitled Voodoo. Voodoo, D-E-W. And it's supposed to be, obviously, from the name of it, it just makes sense. It is a mystery flavor. And to me, I just tried it, and I can't even tell what flavor it is. So, if you go to Dollar General, if you got one up in your neck of the list, J.D., if you see it, it's like a, I think like a dollar ninety for a 20-ounce bottle, if you'd like to give it a try. All right, next one here is an eight-man tag team match. Uh, John, we have the Dark Order. Of course, Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson versus the team of Matt Cardona. I think that wasn't that Zack Ryder? Yeah. Okay. Also, Scorpio Sky and the team of Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall, the Natural Nightmares, with Allie, who I think today, that, that's the same Allie that celebrated it's her a, birthday. Yeah, it's her birthday. Yep, yep. Yes. Uh, get it with Allie in their corner. Uh, John, who, who do you think will win this eight-man tag? John believes it is the it will be the Dark Order. Okay, JD, your thoughts on this eight-man tag? The Dark Order has really been a thorn in the side and the pain in the uh, Nightmare family. Huh? And right now, you've got Evil Gimp Dark Order, Mr. Brody Lee, however, Stu don't call me Dick Burt Ward Grayson, however. Allen Five Angels, Long John Silver, and Reynolds. And, of course, you know they have two new women in their stable, Anna Jay and Tay Conti. Uh, that being said, it's going to be very interesting, no question about it. It's going to be a challenge. But I think, you know what, though? I think the Nightmare family has got to get something back. They've got to get some retribution here. And I know I'm picking long shots here for this one, guys, and you're going to call me crazy again, but I'm going to go with it, however. So, that being said, however, I'm going to say... Uh, this one is going to be the Nightmare Family. Okay, we'll just I'll just put okay, we'll just put uh, I'm just in. Yeah, I'm doing that real quick. Just let you know some college football very quickly. It is 13-10 right now at the half. South Alabama is being Southern Miss right now, however, if you will, and also in action, UAB is beating Central Arkansas by 10 late in the third quarter, 31-21. Thank you very much there, J.D. Uh, next matchup here, of course, John, we have, of course, a tag team match as we have Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, the, the Jurassic Express, taking on Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Who do you think will who do you pick to win this? Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I didn't get Justin's pick on the – oh, crap. Okay, John. Okay, thank you, John. I'll get that just a minute. Justin, I'm sorry, but let me go ahead and go back to this. The eight-man tag, 
The Dark Order versus the team of Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, uh, Dustin Rhodes, and QT Marshall. Those headphones that Justin is wearing, for some odd reason, they made me think of the. You remember, you remember the buns in the hair of Carrie Fisher when she was Princess Leia. She, he looked. They look like that to me. I don't know why, but I'm not calling you a girl, Justin. I'm just saying that's the way we wear those headphones. That's what they look like to me. I'm sorry. But anyway, who do you pick to win the eight-man tag? The Dark Order versus uh, Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. Okay, he's also going with the nightmares as well. Okay, sorry about that. I'm okay, and also uh, the ma the match that I did go into when I when I just realized that realized that last part there. Um, John actually is picking the Young Bucks to win this match. Uh, JD, your thoughts on the Young Bucks versus the Jurassic Express? You know, it's gonna be a good match, but the Bucks, of course, have been very very unhappy as we've seen as of late. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, Luchasaurus, and Marco are going to be ready to go. However, I'm going to go out on him. I mean, I'm, like I said, I've been taking long shots all night. However, and who knows? Anything can happen, as they all say. I'm going to take the Jurassic Express. I think the uh, Bucks are right now off their, are off their game a little bit right now. Sure. Justin, the Jurassic, the Jurassic Express taking on the Young Bucks. And JD Justin agrees with you. He's also going with the Jurassic Express. Hmm. Okay. Well, there'll be a whole lot more to say here, of course. I'm sure, like I said, tomorrow night, as JD did mention, of course, we are, of course, more than likely going to be hearing from uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, and her and JD are going to be into a heated all-out, pardon the pun, debate about this, I'm sure, tomorrow evening. And it's going to be a fun time. Yes. Uh, next match up here, John, of course, is, 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 is referred to as the Broken Rules match. Uh, the match is Matt Hardy taking on Sammy Guevara. The only stipulation in this match, if Matt Hardy loses, Matt Hardy must leave AEW. Your thoughts on this one, John? Okay, John is going to go. He's saying there's no way that Hardy is going to leave AEW. He's actually going to take Hardy. All right, JD, um, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. If Matt Hardy loses, he must leave AEW. Your thoughts? Well, guess what? Matt is broken. He's hungry. He's ready. And guess what, Sammy? It's not going to be your night, my friend. Matt Hardy's going to win this one. Okay, all right. All right, we got that right there. Thank you there, GD. Justin, uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, the like I said, the stipulation here is Matt Hardy loses to Sammy Guevara. And this is, I'm going to say the word if, I'm just reading the stipulation. Then Matt Hardy must leave AEW. And he's also going with Hardy as well. Okay. Um, 
JD, what are you doing over there? Are you popping a bubble wrap or something? What are you doing? No, I'm just listening to some music. That's all. Oh, by the way, you you will love our opening theme tonight that I use. I didn't use an NWO related music piece of music this time. It's, I'll tell you what the song is here momentarily, but you'll get okay. a kick out of this. And the last match here, of course, we're last match. Apparently, this has been talked about as being a, the pre-show match. Is called a tooth and nail match. As you have Dr. Britt Baker, which her and I are not using the doctor for. Maybe she's just known right now as Britt Baker. I don't know. I'm, I assume she's still a dentist. I mean, uh, yeah, she still is. Okay. Uh, apparently, she has Rebel. We're going to have Rebel in her corner. Is going to take on Big Swole. John, who do you pick here between Britt Baker and Big Swole? And John is going with Big Swole. Okay. JD, uh, Britt Baker versus Big Swole. Sorry, Dr. Britt Baker. I think Big Swole is going to deal with you. And actually, I'm looking here. Funny thing about Britt Baker, and I'm reading right now in her bio, and this is no joke. She was actually trained, however, by Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Oh, is that right? Is that right? Did she now? Let me ask you this about Britt Baker, just on a personal level. Did did she have any anything? Was she involved in anything, even on the smallest level, involving WWE at all? She appeared as a jobber losing an eye in a squash match, however, at one time, however. But basically, she's been in the IWC, and plus, uh, she, uh, like I said, however, made her debut in August 2015, however, mind you. She was also on an episode I remember with Tony uh, Anthony Bourdain, and when they shot it in Pittsburgh, I think it was no reservations, but it was something else that Tony Bourdain did another show. However, he shot in Pittsburgh, and actually they uh, showed a clip of her and Adam Cole wrestling in Pittsburgh, actually for the IWC, which is the International Wrestling Cartel. Okay, all right. And John's already left us for the evening, so he's just having a good night, and he'll be back on with us here tomorrow on Revolution. Okay, John. You're going to talk to him, my friend. We'll talk at you here a little bit later on. Um, anyway, like I said, JD, your thoughts on the match here, please, please. I'm sorry, I didn't. Big Swole's going to win, and trust me, you better be ready, Doctor Prick Baker. It's not going to be your night. Okay. And Justin, uh, the, what they call the tooth and nail match, and I'm wondering. I didn't get to read any specifics on why it was I called actually, that. I can pull it up. I did read something. Here we go. This is what they're saying. Okay, well, you go ahead while Justin gets his picking. Go ahead. Let's see what's uh, It will be a cinematic format inside the dental office of Dr. Baker, but Tony Khan later added on AEW Unrestricted. It will be a false count anywhere match. So what, 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 the thing about the man end up trashing her own office in, in, in a match? Well, yeah. Lord, I mean, the thing about it, how in the world did she pull that off? I mean, apparently, unless, of course, her office is still locked down due to the virus or something, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they film it ahead of time, yeah. They said it's going to be cinematic formatted, and I think it's going to be on the pre-show, because I think they're doing like an, an hour and a half long pre-show, and I think the Casino Royal Battle Match, too, on TNT, I think, before the main show, I think, because the pre-show starts at 7, and it kicks off at 8, so I think they're doing two matches on the pre-show, which is the Casino Match, and then I think also they're going to do um, the other match, too. Okay, well, I know that they have they have the the, the match between Britt Baker and Big Swole listed as, as the only pre-show right now. But, of course, obviously that could change between now and Saturday. So, who knows? 
Justin, your thoughts on Britt Baker versus Big Swole in the tooth and nail match? So you think this match was filmed ahead of time? JD. Okay, sorry. I said you think this match this this match here, this last one here, you think this was filmed ahead of time, maybe? Yeah, definitely. It was? Or do we know that for certain or, or is Yeah, it I think so because yeah, yeah. I think so because I mean they had to do something on the pre show, so it makes sense. Oh, okay. All right, thank you very much, sir. Uh, and while we're waiting, I say Justice Gary bring his pick in right now. And, and Justin is also going with uh, Big Swole here as well. So, so like Britt Baker's not getting any love in this and all that. But we'll have to wait and see about uh, see how how this ends up here. Of course, we'll, we'll of course talk about. Uh, we'll definitely, of course, have that up here as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I am also debating, of course, with the time, with the fact that JD told me that that the pre-show for this starts at seven, and the actual show starts at eight. I believe is what I believe is what you just said, JD, for this pay-per-view. Is that correct? JD. Sorry. Oh, I said you, you you said this pay-per-view. I said you said the pre-show starts at seven and then the yes, actual show starts. But the at TNT, eight. yeah, but the main show starts today, but then TNT's doing like an hour long thing from like five thirty, six thirty to seven o'clock too. Like a preview. Okay. Okay, but what I'm just saying, as far as the actual matches go, it starts. Yeah, at I think 7 the matches start at seven, but they might put on a match or two, like I said, this one, and maybe the casino match at five thirty. You never know. I don't know what they're going to do yet. They haven't said anything just yet. Yeah. Okay. So if you hear, if you have any updates about the future, of course, bring it to our attention. Of course, here uh, tomorrow on Revolution, uh, we would definitely like to hear this because I'm debating about whether or not doing a special edition of Power Hour on Saturday, possibly. And if that's the case, um, I would like to do, I would like to, of course, do like, like we've done with the NXT stuff in the past. I would like to do one for AEW All Out. If anyone is willing to I'll come try to make it because I might be at an AEW party, but I will definitely let you know if I can make it for sure. Well, I'm, I'm debating about whether or not to do it. If not, I'm just oh, okay. do like the typical hour long thing like I do from six to seven. Maybe but like I said, yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year! Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just watched I, that a couple. I just watched that. When the hell was it? A while back. Oh, also, no. today, happy 77th birthday to Miss Testmacher herself, Valerie Perrine. All from the Superman, first Superman movie. The first and the second one, actually, because she was in a little bit of the second one, too. I heard she yeah. looks kind of rough. Man. I heard she looks kind of rough, man. I think I've seen a picture of her. Yeah. Uh, but of course, as far as Superman is concerned, I will only say one man epitomized Superman, and that was one and only the late Christopher Reed. Oh, okay, you should see what Danny put up on his page right now. On his personal page? Yeah. It's pretty funny. He wrote, Tickled eggs, anyone? What? Hold on. No, 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 no. I, I'm gonna pull. I'll pull up the page. Hold on. I, I was supposed to. It's funny. You'll get a chuckle. It's it's pretty damn funny. 
Oh, and the Flyers win in overtime. Double overtime, so there will be a game seven. Shit! I thought the Islanders were going to pull out tonight, but the Flyers are now forced game seven. So well, that's fine. Be... Go ahead. Saturday will be the game seven, however, now, apparently. And, of course, tomorrow we got, uh, like I said, if need be, game seven tomorrow night, Vancouver and Vegas, and Dallas and Colorado. So they are going down to the wire. I don't see anything about that on his page. You talking about his personal Facebook wall? Yeah, just pull up his Facebook page. page. I did. It's not a anything. Hold on. I'll send to you. Yeah, well, yeah, because all he's got is a bunch of stuff talking about Trump and everything else. Of course, also something about a tattoo. Right, somebody just, hit, just, I just sent yeah. just now. Take a look right now. Sarah Bayer posted in both. Yeah, oh. click that. Yeah. Oh my God. What? <laughs> JD, does that remind you of something? <laughs> yeah, really. <okay. laughs> oh my Lord. That, that's about as tiny as you. No, that's <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, Lord have mercy. This is wild. Listen to this, and it's no joke. At the score.com, they're saying this hour. Apparently, Michael O'Keefe, better known to all as Danny Noonan, actually, believe it or not, however, who grew fit, uh, 15 minutes away from Wingfoot Golf Club, is already saying he is volunteering his caddying services for the upcoming U.S. Open. Whoa, are you talking about the guy that played Danny in the first in caddy shack? Uh-huh, yes. You're kidding me. No, is I'm he able- in the, he's 65 years old, and he... I mean, he says he's going to, yeah, he wants to volunteer and caddy at the U.S. Open next month in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm going to send, I'll yeah. put it up on the sports page right now. Sports Roundup page. I'll just put it there now. Holy crap. I didn't think, man, I haven't heard that much from him ever since that check. Are you kidding Well, me? he did Roseanne for a while when he was, uh, if you remember, uh, the one who plays Jackie. Uh her name. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't, I can't think of her name. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of it either. I know who you're oh, talking she, about. Oh, I know who it was. It was, I know who it was. It was, uh, uh, what was her name? She was a big, big actress, too. Well, she, she was a little bit of an actress, huh? I know who you're talking about. I can't think, I, I, I can't think of it either right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. Okay. Hold, yeah. Let, let, let me read this. I'm gonna, I'll have to read this. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman Jerry Drama. Lori Metcalf. Post- that's right. You're right. You're right. Anyway, of course, uh, I want to thank the Iceman Jerry Drama for posting this on our page at WWS Sports Roundup. Be sure to check it out. Apparently, coming from the score.com. Um, I don't know if JD goes, never mind. I ain't going to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, this was posted by uh, Caitlin Holroyd, I guess, from the score.com about, um, about nine hours ago. That would have been about probably two o'clock this afternoon. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, with the U.S. Open coming up here, Michael O'Keefe, if that name doesn't ring a bell, ladies and gentlemen, as JD just mentioned, who played the young caddy Danny Noonan in the 1980 comedy Caddyshack, is volunteering his caddying services for the U.S. Open. A 65-year-old actor 
voiced his interest in the gig in a piece for golf.com, explaining how he grew up 50 minutes away from Wingfoot Golf Club in Mamaronic. Is that how you pronounce yeah, that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The site of the course of this year's U.S. Open, and he caddied there in 1971 and 72. And of course, O'Keefe wrote, almost a half a century later, I'm ready to take my caddy to the next level. I'm serving notes and I'm available for interested in and worthy of carrying a bag for any professional or amateur in the field at this year's U.S. Open. Why not? If not now, I may never have another chance. I'm 65 and not getting any younger. But my wife tells me I'm still dev- devilishly, devilishly handsome. <laughs> okay. Huh. O'Keefe admitted he wasn't the best caddy in my time, but knows his way around the course and is willing to give advice to whichever golfer decides to give him a chance. Of course, U.S. Open will be held between September 17th to September 20th, with, of course, obviously without spectators. In other words, it's probably not going to be, may not even be worth looking at at all. But that's just my personal opinion. Well, I guess since we brought it up, J.D., I got to ask you, you're a golf guy. You yeah. probably have your person to ask this question. Your thoughts? Let's see what it's, you got to say about it. It's, it's very interesting when you think about it because, I mean, this week they got the tour championship down near Mitt's neck of the woods, just outside of Atlanta, in East Lake, however, and you got the U.S. Open coming up in a few weeks, however. It's going to be very interesting to see if that'll be the case, if we do see him uh, there at the Open there at Wingfoot. But uh, whatever the case may be, it's going to be very, very interesting this day, and I can tell you. If it, we'll but, keep an eye on that. Right. Who do you know who's going to be playing in the U.S. Oh, I'm sure we got guys like Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler, Tiger, Phil, uh, John Rahm, however, Justin Thomas, uh, Rory McIlroy, all the big names. I'm sure. Like I said, the U.S. Open, the US, I mean, the US Open. I mean, right now, hold on. Uh, this is going to be held uh, coming up. However, uh, like I said here, hold on a second, I'll tell you right now. Uh, coming up here and uh, be coming up uh, here. Where is it? I just saw it a second ago. 2020. It'll be coming up here September 17th through the 20th. So we're like I said, I'm looking here. I mean, you got uh, two par fives. However, or yeah, two par fives. One was over 635 yards. But the thing is, like I said, it's going to be over 75, almost 7,500 yards long. However, like I said, however, the last time it was there, you had 672-64, so you've had a little more length to the course. I said mm-hmm. golf team right. the first round, however, and then I guess however, you're going to have NBC, like I said, however, like I said, however, doing this open for the first time since 14, since Fox Sports is decided to opt out of its contract, uh, the main 10 years of its 12-year contract, however, mind you, it's in Marmara, I can't say it, it's in Westchester County, New York, however, Mamoronic, if you will. There we go. Nice. Yeah, we're going to have, like I said, some big names. Like I said, Roy McElroy, Webb Simpson, Jordan Speed, Dustin Johnson. Of course, uh, Mark uh, Brooks Kepka will not be playing due to injury, but you got other people like I said, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, possibly Adam Scott, Louis Oosthuizen, John Rahm. Um, like I said, I mean, you, I mean, if you want to talk about two amazing golf shots last weekend, I'm going to talk about it tomorrow on the Sports Machine. Go back and watch the shots from last Sunday at the BMW Championship. Dustin Johnson nailed a 40 to a 45 footer to get into sudden death with Rom, and then Rom won it in sudden death with a 60 to 70 footer. Mm, 
But before I go, I'm going to let you guys know I will be here tomorrow. I'm going to uh, take off now. So I'm going to say goodnight to you all. I will be on tomorrow. Huh? But I will see you guys tomorrow because I will have a lot more to discuss. Okay, one quick question before I, I'm going to leave you with this. And then you sure. can uh, As far as this story you, you just brought to our attention concerning uh, Michael O'Keefe volunteering his caddy services. Early, 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 early thoughts. If anybody was to take him, who do you think? Just well, I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Obviously, I think right now, depending on what happens this week in Atlanta, he's like right now. Dustin Johnson has been very, very hot with his driving and putting. He has been probably the hottest golfer out right now by far. That has been really in contention the last several, four, four to six weeks. However, I mean, he has been playing some very, very good golf right now. Tiger, it's going to take him a while. I don't think he's going to be in contention, but if there's going to be right now my top three, I'd say DJ definitely is number one right now. I'd say I would put him at number one right now. Number two, I think right now you got to take a look at maybe someone like Rory, Rory McIlroy. I mean, he just became a father on Monday, and he's going to be playing with emotion this week, obviously, at the at the World Championship in Atlanta, just outside of East Lake Golf Club. And number three... I mean, you look at guys like, I mean, Spieth's been up and down. Tiger's been the same way. Right now, you look at guys like Webb Simpson. You look at uh, guys like uh, Louis Oosthuizen. You look at uh, possibly someone like Ricky Fowler could finally break through. Ricky Fowler's been so damn close to winning majors at times, and he has never kicked in that door. He could finally surprise you. And I think right now, if you're talking about an underdog and a sleeper that could really turn off Basically, Rory and also maybe someone like DJ. Ricky Fowler is my guy, and I would pick Ricky in a heartbeat this week. Mm-hmm. As in the, as but the as, as who you think would pick? Who would pick? Of course, uh, like I said, I'm just asking who you think will pick Michael O'Keefe to be their caddy. Is what I was asking. Oh, uh, I thought you meant the winner. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go well, out on a limb. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Justin Rose from England. I like to see that pairing because Justin Rose and him could get along pretty well with each other. So okay. I'm going to Justin Rose, the Englishman. Tomorrow on the sports machine as well. So, so we look forward to, of course, hearing you, Shaq and Mitt, and possibly Justin and maybe other folks pop on there tomorrow. Yep, we'll be there, and I'll be on tomorrow night for also Revolution. So I'll see you guys then. Okay, JD, thank you very much, sir. We appreciate that. Thank you very much. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, the best man, of course, Jer- Jeremy Geralmo, of course, here joining us here tonight. I do thank him. Of course, also, I do want to thank John. I also want to thank Mitt. And Mitt, unfortunately, it was not by his choice. Apparently, his thumb died, and that's why we that's why we lost him early in the show. Just to give you a quick update, ladies and gentlemen, from our pay-per-view prediction center, uh, early, of course, early, we got some we got some early uh, picks as far as the matches for All Out this this Saturday. Uh, the AEW World title match, of course, right now we have one vote apiece for both MJF and John Moxley to win the AEW or retain the AEW World title. Uh, the Mimosa Mayhem match between Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho is the same way. We have one vote for Orange Cassidy. We have one vote for Jericho. Uh, right now, the AEW tag team titles, we've got no votes for Kenny Omega and Adam Page. 
but we also but we do have three votes up already for FTR to become become the new AEW Tag Team Champions. AEW Women's Title. We have two votes already for Thunder Rosa to become the new AEW Women's Champion. Um, the Casino Battle Royal. A uh, little bit of early picks right here. We got three votes for Brian Cage to win that Battle Royal, and we have one vote for Ricky Starks to win that Battle Royal. So uh, there's still plenty of time to vote here, folks, between now and of course tonight, and of course tomorrow, and of course early Saturday. So you have still have plenty of time to vote. Or who do you think will win each match? But everybody involved in the voting process here will, of course, earn a championship belt. That is always to be given here in WWS. The eight-man tag team match, we have two votes for the Dark Order to win that match. The tag team match between the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express, we have two votes for the Young Bucks to pull the win off here. The Broken Rules match between Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy, we have one vote each for Rivera and Hardy. Uh, and the tooth and nail match, we have three votes for Big Swole to pull off the win over Britt Baker. So like I said, we will of course keep our, we will definitely of course keep our eyes open here as well um, on this. Like I said, there'll probably be more votes popping up here, of course, going in towards, uh, going in, going in towards, uh, <coughs> um, uh, Obviously, going in, going in towards, of course, like I said, all out. Of course, is coming Saturday. Also, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, don't forget on Revolution, of course, one three eight zero five five pound episode eight eighty eight eighty two. In addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, of course, we are expected to hear from. Excuse me, we are expected to hear, hopefully, from the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. We also hope to hear from Danny from Oak Park as well. As well as some other folks on here to see if they're going to, of course, obviously take part in the, in of course the, the prediction title challenge, of course, for AEW All Out. Uh, <clears throat> also, uh, let me see. Uh, also, of course, like I said, we'll be posting some more, uh, possibly some more empty arena championship matchups here coming up here soon. We did, of course, did did award some of those belts here last night. Um, and, uh, and of course I will go, I will go over those again. Hopefully like when we have more folks on, on the air here, of course, here tomorrow, but, uh, in the meantime here, folks, uh, be sure to listen in, of course, on revolution tomorrow, uh, actually one, three, eight, zero, five, five pound, of course, starting at nine o'clock before that, ladies and gentlemen, I do believe this will start around four o'clock. Uh, don't forget to join, of course, the loose cannon should kill cold Cephas. As well as the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, the Ice Manager, D. Jerombo, and hopefully the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and hopefully among others for, of course, tomorrow's episode of WWS Sports Machine. Of course, a lot on the table will be, of course, including, uh, of course, what JD talked about with the U.S. Open, obviously, with a lot of stuff going on with the NBA, NHL, of course, college football, um, a lot of stuff going on in the world of sports here will definitely, of course, be brought to, of course, to to ever to we will definitely of course bring that to everyone's attention here of course here uh, tomorrow afternoon starting I believe I believe around normally they do it around four I think it's around four o'clock I'm not sure but be sure to of course uh, I know that Shaq or Mitt one will definitely be having some will be posting something up on the pages here to let everybody know about when the show is so be sure to catch catch tomorrow afternoon for of course our next edition of WCWS Sports Machine. <clears throat> 
Uh, on that note here, folks, I want to definitely thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, also the Can Club's Matt Patel, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here tonight for joining me for episode 269 of NWO Wolfpack here. We did cover quite a bit here, uh, indeed. But uh, <clears throat> but be sure, of course, like I said, to uh, be sure, like I said, to catch us here, of course, as we, of course, continue, of course, more discussion tomorrow as we head in towards AEW All Out. And, of course, like I said, we will, I will, of course, make a decision about whether or not to do a special edition of Power Hour this Saturday involving, of course, doing the live coverage of all that we will of course talk about that and we'll get back with you we'll get back with you on that to let you know about how we will how we will proceed of course here with that but in the meantime here of course i do want i do we do definitely one thing jd john and justin for getting their predictions in here tonight we will get others here of course here hopefully tomorrow on revolution and of course we'll definitely on our pay-per-view prediction center page we'll also definitely get some some predictions up there, of course, here as well for those who want to take part here as well. So there, anybody's welcome to, of course, post it, post a vote on the pay-per-view prediction center page. Of course, so remember everyone that's involved, regardless, if, regardless if your person wins or loses, for participating, you get a chance to earn a championship belt, and then of course you can come on at any time and defend that belt against some of our best here in WWS. Be sure to listen in on all that. NWO Wolfpack, of course, episode 269 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely, of course, see you in the ring. And as always here in WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, God bless everyone. Definitely take care. Remember, of course, Mr. WWS has three rules to live by, of course, in dealing with this pandemic. Of course, obviously, wash your hands. Of course, stay clean. Uh, keep your hands clean. Keep yourself clean. And then, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, definitely 100% by all means, pray. So, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, one and the only the WWS Radio Network. And I thought it'd be a little bit of a treat to, of course, finish off our opening theme song here tonight. Uh, and of course, never got a chance to tell JD what this song was. Uh, apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this song I actually heard this. It's first been a while since I've actually heard this song, and we played it for our opener. And of course, I will finish playing the remainder of it here. It is, of course, from the legendary Ozzy Osbourne. The song is entitled "Shot in the Dark." Take care and God bless, folks. We'll talk at you tomorrow night on tomorrow afternoon on WWS Sports Machine, and then, of course, at 9 o'clock for WWS Revolution, episode 882. Take care, and God bless. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for the delay. Apparently, we must have a little uh, situation going on with our music here.
I probably won't be able to hear the rest of that song uh, here, here tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to go ahead and end it right here. Take care and God bless, folks. This is, of course, the WWS Radio Network. Take care and God bless. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.